0: Hello everyone, this is Stuart Crawford. Welcome back to another episode of the MSP Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, sorry, it's been a while since I've been on. It's, uh, just life, uh, busyness has gotten in the way, and, uh, but we're back, we got a great uh, program here uh, lined up today. We have John Davin Jay from Bowman Williams a you know based in the Washington, D.C. area, and John's got a very unique offering uh, that he brings to the MSP community, and I'll let him tell you all about that in a, in a couple of seconds here. But I'd like to thank uh, the folks at Blog Talk Radio for providing a great platform. And, uh, of course, I can't uh, thank enough the team at Amazon for uh, creating such a great platform, allowing us to get this program now out on Amazon and, uh, and Echo devices. All, All right, right. then jump right in. So, John Davagey joins us from Bowman-Williams in Washington, D.C. John, how are, how are you today? Hello. Uh, I'm doing
1: great, Stuart. Thanks for having me on the, on, on the call today.
0: Great so John, you know uh, and you and I have spoken that the, you know we primarily focus on marketing and sales tactics for managed service providers but you know one of the things that you know I have experienced over the course of my 25 year career in this crazy MSP community is uh, not only do we have to market for new clients and new prospects all the time we always have to be marketing for new staff and new talent and you guys at Bowman Williams bring a great uh, great service to the MSP community so We'll dive into it here as we go through the next uh, little while here, but give us the, the uh, Cliff Notes version of what you guys do uh, to, you know, basically,
1: you know, bring, up, bring everybody up to speed. Sure. Um, so Bowman-Williams, we – I noticed there was a bottleneck amongst MSPs between the, between the employee sizes of somewhere between, like, 5 and 50. And that common bottleneck in growth and scaling was sourcing and identifying the right talent to put into the seats to, to be able to you know leverage all the, the business they're winning and uh, service points, And so my company, Bowman Williams, is a permanent placement staffing firm for the MSP industry. And we partner with over 300 MSPs to help them hire and scale. And so the whole angle is simply that we introduce them to people who have a background and experience working in an SLA-driven environment. So they come already accustomed to the pace. They've juggled multiple environments of unstandardized technology. They know how to be autonomous in the field. They're client facing. They're strong troubleshooters. And it helps companies reduce turnover and start getting, you know, squeezing billable resources faster once they hire. So we're a permanent placement staffing firm for the MSP industry. That's all we do.
0: And I think it's a service that's long uh, long overdue. And I think a lot of MSPs could uh, use it. And especially, Don, as you and I were talking a few days ago, when it comes to sales professionals, because most MSPs are not, you know. I would say I, I'm not saying they don't know what they don't what they like and what they want in a sales professional, but they don't really know how to go to market looking for one. And uh, and I think that's an area that really could be, you know, fine tuned by a professional service like yours. But but tell us, you know, what are what are MSPs telling you today when it comes to hiring? You know, just talent
1: in general. What are some of the challenges challenges they come and how do you solve those? Sure. So with respect to challenges, the ones, ones that we're typically helping companies mitigate is, is being able to, so, you know, it's not a secret. There's not a whole lot of moving parts to, to staffing and recruiting. It's really a derivative of time and money. And so all day, every day, all we do is post ads. We have over 500, 500 ads going up at all times, various cities across the country. And we're doing 40 to 60 Skype interviews every week. With MSP candidates so what happens is, is when an MSP needs to hire it's usually like yesterday so we're a solution where they can press a button and they immediately have you know half a dozen MSP experience resumes in their inbox within 48 hours of asking us for candidates so we help our speed to market is really quick and that helps MSPs be able to be picky with who they hire while still being able to sample the market and most MSPs do not have any kind of mechanisms in place that can really afford them that, that luxury unless they have a full-time dedicated staff, which many do and do great at it, um, of sourcing relevant MSP experience skills. So, it's speed to market. We give them a bunch of resumes at one time when they need to hire yesterday. Well, I can definitely relate to that.
0: Uh, you know, definitely, you know, when we need to hire somebody, need to hire them yesterday. I, I, do, I do 100% agree to that. But when it comes to sales roles, um, is there any unique... Experiences or challenges there that you can share. You know, when uh,
1: a lot of when MSPs are going to market looking for sales teams. Sure. Um, I made this joke to you before. I made it many times, and I'll make it again here. You know, I I started this company in 2010, and I probably would have retired three years after starting it if I had a nickel for every single time uh, someone that owned an MSP asked me to help them find a junior mid-level salesperson. And most companies. That are you know in the employee size of five to twenty, you're doing you know sales between one and five million. Um, it's, it can be difficult to hash together the, the right equations. It's sales inputs and outputs, and converting those leads into closed deals. And most companies don't have that equation, that model in place to be able to hire someone, and that the hired resource can get plugged into what's already working. Um, since those those kind of processes for sales aren't in place they usually look for a silver bullet solution. Not everyone, but a lot of people think they get a part-time junior salesperson or a mid-level salesperson to come in and really kind of solve most of that sales problem for them. It starts with an equation in the process of generating inbound leads, uh, sharing content, drip campaigns, putting your name out there, branding, these normal sales tactics. And most companies haven't hashed that process out enough to be able to hire a salesperson to, to leverage that to generate business they just look at as hiring a salesperson to Solve all that problem for them. So it starts with the processes before the person.
0: And and what and when it comes to hiring, you know, let's just say in general, what does your process look like to for vetting uh, candidates so that you make sure that you are getting you are aligning the right candidate? You know, from a technical, maybe a sales background, and most importantly, in my opinion, culture. What's your process to uh, to you know interview candidates and screen out uh, potential bad hires?
1: Sure. So uh, first, you gotta you gotta kiss a lot of frogs. Um, so you weed through a lot of different candidates, and you're always trying to match up the skill set with 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 culture fit. And the technical skills simply comes from having a background in managed services, SLA-driven environments, and infrastructure support. And whether it's their capacity is tier one, tier two, tier three, and so forth. So you line that up usually on paper pretty easily. It's a series of checking boxes. Culture is a little bit You know, we're talking about soft skills, these aren't tangible things. And so what we do, we found this works really well. We do a 30 minute Skype interview and then we record that Skype interview. And each candidate, yes, knows they're being recorded before the interview process. And so the following day, we have teams here broken into different markets. We have six offices. All the candidates that were Skype interviewed the day prior, we go and we watch that Skype interview collectively as a team. We watch all the Skype interviews every single day. And we weigh in on client facing skills troubleshooting skills logical thinking skills and an overall placeability and so that's how we try to mitigate getting egg on our face uh, and how we try and connect the dots together to make sure culture fit lines up because always it's always a little bit different but that's that's the approach that we've taken and it's and it works pretty well um, we our averages for the last two years is we send out four candidates um, to one client and we make one higher so that's that's our hit rate um, so I think it, it works pretty well
0: and is there any testing or anything you do ahead of time besides the Skype interview? Like, do you do anything like, uh, what are like DISC or uh, you know any of those behavioral analysis tools prior to you know finally
1: selecting the right candidate for an MSP? That's a great question. So we do provide a MSP-specific technical assessment, and it's been comprised of all the technical assessments we've collected from MSPs over the years. And we're very transparent with the technical tests. We send it to our clients when they become a client and we say tweak it, add to it, but most of the time they agree it's pretty, does a really good job of lumping people into certain categories. Um, and so yes, we do a technical skill set assessment, but no, we don't, we don't offer a DISC assessment and many of our clients will use them. Um, so they tend to work well for the people that use them, but no, we don't use any kind of personality assessments. It's usually multiple people weighing in on a recorded Skype interview that <laughs> so we derive our answer. Okay. So
0: John, I have to ask this question. You know, if uh, an MSP who's listening to this program is crazy enough to try to do their own hiring, um, which I probably would recommend not, not, they do not like, you know, I like, like I like to say an MSP shouldn't do their own marketing either. Um, but you know, just in case somebody wants to go there and try to do their own uh, hiring, what are three lessons that you have learned throughout your career uh that you can share so they maybe make avoid making some of those
1: uh rookie mistakes trying to hire in this case you mean just simply going through the process of i have an open seat in my service delivery team and now what do i do so like where do they turn and go to next is that what you mean yeah pretty
0: much you know the say, you don't want to say you know i know this young guy i'm not going to pay him his money you know yeah
1: whatever i think i can do this myself i'm going to go try to hire joe tech myself <laughs> sure uh well, first thing I would recommend is t- trying that, you know, developing your own model and your own process. And that, at the end of the day, that's, that's, that's the best way to avoid having to, you know, partner with a company like mine to, to pay out the fees. Truth is, it's very, very difficult and time consuming. Um, so many of the pitfalls that we would see companies trying to make is they end up settling. And that means hiring someone that might not necessarily check all the right boxes on the technical skill set. And for the most part, it's usually being able to juggle with the pace and the demand. Those are the two, two components that usually kind of flush people out and where uh, an MSP would let that, that new employee go. So they just don't stack up on the right skill set. So they usually end up settling because they're not seeing enough good talent, and they usually will hire someone with maybe some relevant MSP experience skills, but are not enough. And that usually puts them in a position where they're just not prepared to juggle with the pace and the autonomy, and it's just too difficult.
0: So I was on, I was on a podcast with TC Doyle uh, and a few others from the community uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, and one of the questions we got asked was you know around sales professionals you know you know what are the common mistake MSTs make when hiring uh, a salespeople or at least going you know you know getting salespeople for their for their company and uh, my answer was John is that they often look in the mirror and they want to hire a direct you know mirror image of themselves uh do you uh, do you r- recommend that they do that
1: or uh, recommend against that you asking is should should msps replicate themselves like truly like look at the person who's doing sales look themselves in the mirror take what works and try and find those characteristics in, in somebody else because it will work is that what you're asking well huh. I don't know
0: if that's I don't know if that's the right way to do it myself. Uh, I I always think that you're always looking, you know, access where you're weak at and uh and bring in those people. Or or for me, I'm pretty good at sales. I just don't like doing it. So my spouse, my wife, is uh our VP of sales because she loves it. She's got a passion for it. I much rather you know, like I said, I can sell and I can do all this stuff, I did it for years, but I'm I'm much for you know, from the holistic side of things, I much rather enjoy the technical side of marketing you know, playing around with AdWords and SEO and website stuff. I I much prefer that, Uh, you know, is it, you know, I think, you know, again, it's MSPs, there's some business owners that prefer the technical stuff, but, you know, they get it drilled into their head, John, that, you know, from the likes of, you know, people I have a lot of respect for, like Gary Pika and other people like that says, no, 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 hire technical people and go do do the sales themselves. And I always say, "Uh, maybe that's not the right approach. Because if you're not good at sales, why would you try to go do sales or you don't like it? So I guess, you know, going back to my original question was, when hiring, I, I believe MSPs look at the, in the mirror and try to hire another person just like them. And
1: I, I don't know if that's the best approach. I would agree with that. Um, the reason is what, you know, MSPs are, you know, good MSPs is predicated upon sound processes, especially when, when margins are shrinking and for commodities, staffing is a commodity you know you need it's a series of processes of, of translating inputs and outputs and that has to be sound in order to work because it's very competitive for the fact that for commodities and so unless you're an exceptional salesperson running an msp you might not have this problem to begin with but it's probably not the best idea to kind of replicate you take what's worked, but outsourcing that or building the processes and putting those kind of things in the place is, is, is the best way to go i mean you know we know band-aiding an it problem instead of putting in together a, a procedure uh, is the best way to go. The same thing with your sales. You don't want to just slap that together, band-aid problems. It should be a holistic solution, uh, however you decide to do it. So I, I don't think repli- finding a silver bullet solution or just trying to find someone that can do just what you do really well isn't, isn't the most sound business-minded way to approach to solving that problem.
0: Great, and so John, tell us a little about uh, Bowman Williams. I know you did a little bit at the beginning, but can you go into a little bit more depth about your uh, your success rate in hiring? Uh, and doing, um, can, is it safe to say kind of like an outsourced HR type role, or is that uh, yeah, that's,
1: that's a little bit too sure. much? Oh, we'll, we'll take that. Um, so, so, I mean, I started this company after I worked for a staffing firm. When I graduated college, I started a managed service providing company. We I, I sold 3Com and asterisk-based telephony solutions, and then went back to those clients we sold them managed services, threw that company out of a basement into an office, eight employees, got into staffing, quit staffing, started my own staffing firm to focus on MSPs. And so we've been at this since 2000 and 2010 and, um, we get 80%, 80% of our revenue every year is from repeat business. Uh, so we're learning our company's culture, the kind of people they are attracted to hiring. We've got a mechanism in place to be able to source the right kind of talent, screen the right talent, and uh, business is, is great. Uh, just last, this last month, Forbes said we were—they ranked this as number 137 best recruiting firms in America. So we're, we're we're doing something right.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so John, you know, uh, obviously, you know, uh, I may be running an MSP business and say, you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this John uh, Davinjay guy and uh, and learn more about him. So where can people go to get more information about your uh, firm, John?
1: BowmanWilliams.com. It's probably one of the best places to go. Just on the homepage, you'll be able to see how our process works. Our LinkedIn page, of course, is great. My name is John Davinjay. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, BowmanWilliams.com is probably the best place to go. And um, because, because of the nature of staffing, it's a very intimate process. It's, we're usually working you know, closely with the owner of the company. And uh, we're learning about the culture and what they need. And so we become very you know, intimate with what what they're looking for and so part of that is, is that we get to see keep a really unique pulse on the industry and so we keep track of the trends and we keep track of the shifts and the skill sets because it's in response to other factors that are happening from you know things they're getting back from their client competition uh from the public cloud um the fact that you know msps that are becoming more you know uh, their technology is more agnostic and they're taking the trusted advisor approach and how that affects the skill sets so it outsourced HR for the MSP industry works for me um, we do a lot more than just fill in seats um, we dealt, we definitely help companies figure out the right people to hire based on their needs but um sure you know that's how we fit into the whole, whole uh, staffing the MSP industry
0: all right John one thing you mentioned that uh, really uh, caught my attention was the power of LinkedIn and I think that's how you and I hooked up you reached out to me on LinkedIn wanted to have a conversation and it led into this and who knows what it's going to lead into Down the road, because I talk to managed service providers every single day, and you know, sometimes the conversation comes up of, you know, where do I go to hire a sales professional or techs or, you know, other roles in my organization? Now I have a resource that I can uh, refer to them. Folks, that you know, that for listening to the show today, I believe that LinkedIn is a very powerful business to business tool. And if you're not using it properly, feel free to go listen to any one of our past episodes. We had Andrew Moon on a few episodes ago. Uh, my own, my personal good friend Chris Hamilton from SalesTipaday.com was on talking about LinkedIn again. Um, John, you know, share with me some
1: of your successes with LinkedIn because I think you have a few. I mean, besides,
0: you know, what we're doing today.
1: Yeah, it is how I connected with you. Um, so yeah, Bowman Williams Ulistic, we go after, and we help companies in the MSP industry. So we we have the same buyer. You know, I feel like 50% of the websites that I look at are done by your company. And so I've seen it for years. And so I was able to link up with you by sending you a message via LinkedIn. Uh, so LinkedIn is fantastic for being able to link people together. Uh, we use LinkedIn very, very passively. The primary reason, uh, um, the primary way we find our talent is through posting a lot of ads and it's kissing a lot of frogs that way instead of dealing with passive candidates and trying to hit them up on LinkedIn. But from a, um, a business perspective, I mean, it's the wave of the future It's connecting everybody. And if you're not on it, you're, you're behind the times. Fantastic. John, thanks again for uh, hopping on and spending a few minutes with us today.
0: I really look forward to seeing what the fruits of our relationship can bring over the next, uh, you know, weeks, months, years. Um, and if you're ever down in central Florida, feel free to uh, give us a holler. And I think, uh, I just booked, uh, my trip to Baltimore for September 9th when I go see the, the bills and Ravens, So I'll have to make a point of swinging, swinging by and seeing you.
1: I would love that, Stuart. Uh, thank you so much. It's been an honor to sit on this call with you and uh, I look forward to our mutual success. Thanks again. Thanks again, everyone.